Aaron Gerard Kennedy is a poet based in Lynn, Massachusetts. He's been writing poetry for 33 years. His work has been published in various publications such as Trailer Park Quarterly, Cacti Fur, October Hill Magazine, Courtship of Winds, Toasted Cheese, and Obsidian Three. Mr. Kelly's writings have been featured in various literary journals in the United States, Canada, and around the world. Aaron received his Bachelor's of Arts in English Creative Writing from Louisiana State University in Baton Rouge. On October 5th, 2023, he was one of the poets who shared their work at the Linda as part of a night of poetry and spoken word presented by the Hudson Valley Writers Guild, Hobo Camp Review, and Trailer Park Quarterly. That night, Kelly read a series of memoir poems grouped together under the title Eight-Track Tape Reminders, along with poems about Tyree Nichols, Bessie Coleman, and women who have caught his eye along the way, like a patrol officer in a homeless shelter and a woman in Starbucks. Eight-Track Tape Remembers. My grandparents were the first people in the neighborhood to own a color TV. It was a combination TV stereo console and their grandmother read the 91st Psalm like mom did every night Uncle Cleo was in Vietnam. Aunt May's mushroom cloud afro was the sign of the times. My father always drove a Chevy truck and worked for a living. Schoolhouse rock and cartoons taught me a lot about the world. Sunday dinners ended with Morgan David wine and great grandmother Rosie was always standing close by with a cigarette and a can of beer in her hands. 120 pounds soaking wet, a step away from death. She lived to be 95. My grandparents always made me read to people. Mama took me to the library, daddy gave me a typewriter, sis gave me a journal one year for Christmas, and yet family and friends are the biggest dream killers around. Sunday nights were always Wild Kingdom and Wonderful World of Disney. Years later, I asked my niece Marissa, if she ever considered being a writer, she said, no. I don't blame her. Being a poet is like having a virus in your body, but I don't want a cure. If God didn't want me to write, he shouldn't have made me a poet. I'm in this win or lose. The patrol officer rides by as I'm standing in the soup line like I'm headed to purgatory. I treat homelessness like a short sentence. Just do it and get it over with. Sometimes she patrols without a bike. Even without her black shades, her steel blue eyes carry authority. I look at her as she rides by again and I smile at her. Not to mock her, but just to imagine if she was just a woman. Maybe just riding around in the park, showing off her legs. I imagine her wearing her hair down, maybe in a sundress and sandals, long legs, shiny with suntan oil, breast braless yet tasteful. She rides by me again as I wait in line to go to dinner. She looks at me through her dark shades. She'll never admit it, but she smiled. Blues for Tari and Tyree Nichols was this young man in Memphis who unfortunately was murdered by cops who happened to be black and this is um, my tribute to him. Blues for Tyree. Not all devils are white. Some have afros and wear cornrows 
and wear dashikis, jeans, three-piece suits, and Air Jordans, or wear blue jeans and throw up black power fists, or brag about their Tommy Hilfiger shirts, filling the air with a Calvin Klein fragrance mist. Some say, hey, brother, or power to the people, while they plot another brother's demise. Sometimes the devil's home is in a pair of black eyes. I wanted the Tyree look at those officers the way Jesus looked at Judas after he kissed them and sold them out. I wanted the Tyree look at those black cops the way Peter reacted when Jesus told him he would betray him. Betrayal is just a different form of death. Every brother ain't a brother. Black hands killed Malcolm X. Black hands killed Huey Newton. Black cops spilled the blood of blacks to prove to white cops that they belong. I have always tried to ignore the crabs in a barrel reality. I've always tried not to let others' negativity get the best of me. I've always known cops were evil, regardless of their shade. I wanted that Tyree smile like St. Stephen did, using his last breath to forgive the black hands that didn't think he deserved to live. We're all brothers and sisters in the eyes of God, aren't we? Starbucks. There's so much to be said for routine, she told me as I was writing down book titles. She read two a month, loved memoirs of a geisha, the red tent, and the kite runner. She practiced Bikram yoga four days a week, and the devotion showed. Her stomach was as flat as my now cold cup of coffee. She was from California and a Christian. If I had met somewhere, I might have stayed and converted. I was careful about the book titles I suggest, but she threw some curse words into the conversation to put me at ease. I gave her my suggestions. She wore a black tank top molded against her chest. The word organic stretched across her breast. It could have read orgasmic. It suited her perfectly. A gold Jesus hung around her neck, her flat stomach showing again shamelessly, a tattoo on her right thigh. She filled her jeans well. She told me she didn't like to hang out with people who didn't like to live right. I admired her commitment as she walked away proudly in her red mules. And I think. Bessie Coleman. Every March, I always write poems about women and their accomplishments for National Women's Month. And so I came up with this. Bessie Coleman, first black woman to get an aviator's license. From the cotton fields, she saw the black birds flying, and she figured she could fly too. She was no cursed child. In books, she found her wings, and like Icarus, she found her warmth in the sun though white men, even black men, told her no. But the spirit of Harriet Tubman said yes, and the adventurous Aquarian found her destiny. In Paris, they welcomed blacks with open arms. There, a black bird could fly free. And so, you got your license. You saw trees, but they were only home to black birds, not black bodies to hang from. 
Your wings gave birth to dreams. You were no cursed child. You were brave enough to defy gravity. Like Icarus, you never feared fire. You only wanted the warmth of the flames. You would step on the wings of your biplane as you soared, only to touch God. You never feared the sun. Somewhere, you are still flying. You a black bird, and the skies are owned by no one. You are beyond Icarus, touching the face of destiny, a black bird, not a cursed child. The woman with the titanium leg waves at me from across the room. I don't really notice the prosthetic leg at all. It is long and sleek. A souvenir from Desert Storm, she jokes. She was a victor, not a victim. It reminds me of a, of a missile when she walks. She cuts a path like the Blade Runner. She told me she ran a marathon on her bullet leg, and I am dumbfounded. Though she laughs like a song when she admits sometimes she is clumsy when she's dancing. Thank you. For Hudson Mohawk Magazine, I'm Tom Francis.